0: Yes, indeed. Let's go hour number two on this Wednesday. Almost ready for a tournament. Get those brackets filled out. HornFM.com. You can get it on our bracket contest. Coming up at one thirty in the Flex segment, a new local star to put on your list. Plus, Ron Holland getting some huge love we will let you know about that right now though we got to get some more longhorn stuff to you one of our favorite interviews of the week is right now on the vaqueros cafe and cantina hotline by the way i'm chad hastings isaiah collier is here and every wednesday about this time he is here too he's justin wells of inside texas on 3.com you can get him at justin wells 2424 on twitter justin what's going on brother
1: Hey, we're just uh, another day in paradise. Uh, what, do you, what
0: are you guys up to? Oh, man, we're just trying to keep all the, the plates spinning and uh, see if we can get them not to break. There's a lot going on, basketball, football, and all kinds of stuff. We'll get your thoughts on as much as we can. Let's start with this basketball team. Uh, what would you think of the two seed there in the Midwest, uh, the matchup with Colgate, and that possible matchup with the Aggies in Game 2?
1: Yeah, whoever put together the bracket – uh, for the Texas-based teams, uh, they, they were giggling the entire time. First of all, Texas A&M is is much better than a seven seed. That was uh, that was pretty disrespectful to the Aggies at College Station. But I think it was strategic because you can't tell me people don't want Texas and Texas A&M in round two. That's just the way that thing was arranged. First of but first of all, these guys got to get past Colgate, and then Texas A&M's got to get past Penn State. I like this bracket. Because I think Colgate's, you know, Colgate's the best shooting, three-point shooting team in the country. That'll be a good test. Um, A&M or Penn State will be next. Penn State plays really hard. A&M has played really well over the last two or three months. I think they were 15-3 and three in SEC play. And then you look at Houston and Xavier down the line. Like you, You're going to have to beat a very good Sean Miller team in Xavier. And then Houston, obviously, the number one seed, Kelvin Sampson, they're doing a lot of good things. I can't wait to see the health of Sasser. I think that's going to be a big factor in how far the Houston Cougars go, but in my bracket I've actually got Texas and Houston vying for the final four and I and I've actually picked the Cougars uh, to make it to the final four. And so that 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 side of the bracket is is absolutely wild guys, and that's what makes uh, March Madness and the Big Dance so much fun. mm
2: mm-hmm. Mhm. Jay Wells, you know, going back to the Big 12 tournament and Texas without Timmy Allen doing what they did to Kansas. I know they didn't have McCullough or Bill Self, but still, they Horns didn't have Timmy Allen, like I just said. And seeing that two-man game with Dylan DeSue and Marcus Carr, just kind of how the offense flowed, the Serge Ibari Rice back cuts. We, you and I have been talking about Arterio Morris and his development, and he really came into his own. What... How do you feel Coach Terry and his coaching staff should go about putting Timmy, Ball- Timmy Allen back in the starting lineup or if they should put him back in the starting lineup at all?
1: No, I think you put Timmy Allen back in the starting lineup because I think Texas is maximized when Timmy Allen is getting his, his, his buckets and his, his opportunities and his minutes. But what you want to do is make sure Dylan DeSue keeps that sense of urgency because I think that's what we've seen from him over the last few weeks. And it really started before the Big 12 tournament. You got to keep the sue in that in, in, in that that urgency stage, and and right now these guys are you know I think they played up because they knew Timmy was out, and that's one of the leaders of the team, and so they were motivated. And the only thing you want to do if you're Coach Terry is you want to carry that over. And that's you know the, the funniest thing about when people when we when we used to always fill out practices when teams were hot coming off the, the, their tournament, and you you just assumed okay you know those guys are peaking right now. They just won their ter- conference tournament. They look great. That's the team you gotta pick. More often than not, it goes the other way. It's actually that they wind up getting burned out. They wind up exhausting so much emotionally that they hit a wall in the first or second round once the big dance really comes around. Texas, that's something they've gotta look, they've gotta avoid. That, that that emotional toll. Now, with so many experienced veterans, you, you're not gonna have as strong an element of that. And that's the beauty of those guys. But with Timmy Allen coming back, you, you, you don't just ease him back so much. You, you, he starts. He goes back to where he was. You, you became a number two seed because of Timmy Allen's play, in part. And so you, you, you bring him back in the mix like he was before. You just got to make sure Dylan DeSue maintains that, that sense of urgency. And listen, like you said, these freshmen are, are, are playing well. Arterio Morris, we're seeing the athleticism that I watched in AAU ball two and three years ago. We're seeing that that, that hyper that hyperness that he has. And here's the thing, he can handle the ball. He can create his own shot. And he's starting to come into his own. And then you got Dylan Mitchell, who is, you know, if Brock Cunningham is the glue guy, then Dylan Mitchell's the taste. Because this is a guy that, that really finds a niche. He found an identity. And that's to catch those loose rebounds, catch loose balls around the bucket, play good defense, and then about once every 10 minutes do a highlight dunk to, to really get the crowd going. And so these guys have kind of found their role. Ultimately, it's going to come down to Marcus Carr and Tyree Hunter. It, the NCAA tournament is a guard tournament. It's going to come down to those two guys. Both of those guys are playing really well at this stage and for Texas to advance, those guys have to continue that play. But ultimately you get Timmy Allen back into it. Like he never left. You keep that fire under the I think the is reaching another level of confidence right now and comfortability. You make sure you maximize that. Hey, that's a deep bench, guys. And if you want to make a run, if you got to win the next six games over the next three and a half weeks, buddy, you got to have some depth. And I think that's going to be the biggest key for this staff.
0: Talking with Justin Wells, you heard him say it, Texas and Houston in his bracket, uh, getting uh, trying to get out of the Midwest. Of course, that's 625 tomorrow for Texas and Colgate. We'll have it for you right here on the Horn. All right, Justin, we're 31 days away from the Texas spring game. Give the Longhorn fans that are listening, give Zay something you like, something you've heard. Could be a player, could be a, a situation, a practice, a moment. What have you heard that you like about this team 31 days from the spring game?
1: I like that Keandre Coburn and Moro Odomo are going to be drafted uh, in the NFL uh, selection in about a month. And the defensive line might not skip a beat. Hmm. And if I'm the rest of the Big 12, that's some scary stuff. Um, I, I love what I'm hearing about Devondre Sweat. Like, that's a grown-butt man <laughs> doing stuff in practice right now. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying to keep the FCC off you guys. I'm trying to not not say any dirty words. Thank you.
2: Thank you. uh, I can tell.
1: Tavondre Sweat. He is at another level right now, guys. And so I I just feel sorry for the interior offensive linemen that have to scrap with him for the next three and a half weeks. That's a damn octagon like battle. The D line looks fantastic. uh, You know, in early spring, the D line is always going to have a little bit more of an advantage over the offensive line. It's just kind of the nature of the beast. But the fact that Byron Murphy looks like a freaking animal, the fact that Alfred Collins is ready to make that jump, Vernon Broughton is there. And let's not forget Sadir Mitchell, who, you know, the ginormous defensive lineman early enrollee from 2023 class out of New Jersey. Uh, that's the biggest thing for me right now is losing Coburn and, and Ojimo, I was afraid stopping the run might be an issue. And it still could be down the line. This is this is the first week week after spring. But right now, man, those guys look solid. And if you're going to win, you got to have great D-line play. If you, and when you're going into the SEC in the next year, that D-line play is of the utmost importance. And so and Texas may be missing a few guys on the offensive interior, to, to injuries and, and things of that sort. But, man, the, if there's one thing that's really stood out, I mean, there's a handful, but really it's the D-line. They're losing two guys, two all-conference defensive players that are about to get drafted in April, and I don't think they're going to skip a beat. If anything, I don't know if they'll be better, but they'll be just as good. And at the at the end of the day, Devondre Sweat is, is turning into uh, an animal.
2: Yeah, I love hearing that about Devondre yeah. Sweat, Jay Wells, because the hear you say that when Ojemo and Keandre Colburn go to the league, they won't miss a beat. That's huge. But to piggyback off that a little bit, I know Horn fans are still wondering, what about Alfred Collins? Is he going to finally break through and be that big-time blue chipper that we knew coming in out of that Bastrop area? Like, Is he finally going to give the Horns all that athleticism, all that size? Is that finally going to push through for P. Kukowski's defense?
1: Buddy, that's what I think everybody wants to know that, including the defensive staff. <laughs> you know, Albert, Albert's a great teammate, and he's a good player with a lot of potential. This is kind of almost like a contract year for him. This is almost a put-up-or-shut-up year for Alfred Collins. This is time for him to kind of take that next step. Do you realize how good this defensive front can be when all those other guys are coming back and Alfred Collins has a breakout season? He finds a role. He finds a niche. That's a guy that can do a lot of things. You just want to see it consistently. And Alfred's a hard worker, but I think it's at a stage now where he's got to push himself just a little further. He's pushed himself to good. He needs to push himself to great. He's got a great family. You know, he's a wonderful young man, you know, great for the program. But this is that time of the year. You know, in, the, in the last few years, he's been given a mulligan because other guys have stepped up. So with him not playing, you know, let's say at the top of this game, other guys have been able to fill in, and it hasn't been that missed. Now they need that. They need Alfred Collins to to step in and and kind of pick that up. It's going to be – this is his year, guys. It's a put up or shut up type year, and and I think Alfred Collins is ready for it. I think he has an NFL future. But if that's going to be seen, 2023 has to be outstanding for that guy.
0: All right, Justin, one more from me and I got to throw a Cowboys question in here. Uh Coach McCarthy said he wanted to focus well, Yeah. Yeah, Coach McCarthy said he wanted to focus more on defense. Donovan Wilson has been re- resigned L V E resigned on a 2-year deal and Stephon Gilmore's going to be a Cowboy. Thoughts? You know, I would
1: love Stephon Gilmore four years ago. Oh, I know there. Uh, I mean, Listen, guys. It's, 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 this is what the league has turned into. You know, you play out that your, your contract. He had great years in, in New England, and then you try to stick in the league as much as you can for the last three or four years of your career. I think that's where we're at with Gilmore. But here's the thing: they don't need a lockdown corner on one end of the field. They've got Trayvon Diggs on one side. They need a guy that's going to keep their men in front of them and know their assignments and stay healthy. Number one is staying healthy. So, they're going to throw a lot. I think they're going to throw numbers at the cornerback position because of last year. Remember what was the last six games? They had different starters in each game, virtually. You can't get back to that scenario. So, you sign some veterans, you draft at least two or three, grab another in the uh, undrafted free agent pool, and you try to beef up that secondary. I like donovan donovan wills oh, that kid like he he, he, he he's the safety dallas needed for the last four or five years he, he's really i think coming to his own layton Vander esch had a great year last year i still feel like that can be upgraded but he's still a great player and he still understands his role i'd like to put another linebacker on the other side of him so Micah parsons can do a little bit more one-on-one on the edge and, and they may hit that in the draft but Hey, McCarthy wanted to help the defense, and I think he's doing that. And listen, Dan Quinn has been so good in, in his time in Dallas. It's, I feel like each year that defense is just a little better each time, especially at getting to the quarterback and creating turnovers. So any moves they make on that side of the ball, I call a net plus because I know they're going to help themselves in the draft, and I know on the offensive side things will pick up. You know, potentially looks like they could potentially be letting Zeke Elliott go. That means they're going full board with Tony Pollard. I love that move. The moves. I, I, I hate if Zeke has to go, but you know that that's that's the part of the league. That's part of the, the NFL these days. But that also leads to: well, Will they draft a running back? And if one running back happens to fall in the first round, or they fall in love with a certain running back and they have to trade up, then this conversation turns real quick fast. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, I, I really like what Dallas is doing. Last year, I felt like they didn't do enough. This year I felt like there's some initiative to it, And and there needs to be, because the Eagles are a starting running back away from being the best team in the NFC. If they're not already, and Dallas has to counter that some way, the best way to do that is to continue to stack that defense and get ready to play Jalen Hurts twice a year and, and be able to cover those receivers that are so talented, your A.J. Brown, your Devontae Smith. That's how you're going to build this roster over the next three or four years. It's going to be comparative to the Philadelphia Eagles because that's going to be your top competition. I think Dallas sees that, and they know that. I like these pickups. It's Not spending a lot of money, but getting some veteran guys that, if they're healthy, this team will be better in 2023.
0: And there are reports out there. It's the Fort Worth Star Telegram. I just saw reporting that the Cowboys are preparing to release Ezekiel Elliott, not a big secret there, but it could happen today. So, the next time we talk to Justin Wells, Ezekiel Elliott probably not a Dallas Cowboy anymore. That is Justin Wells, Inside Texas on 3.com at Wells 2424 on Twitter. Justin, I hope your bracket's looking good once the tournament gets started. Uh, we'll hit you next week, man.
1: Nothing but love,
2: guys. Thanks, J-Wells. Good stuff
0: there, and he's got that all-Texas battle. Boy, that'll be something. We've talked a lot, uh, Zay, about Texas and Texas A&M with a chance to go to the Sweet 16. That will be special in a lot of ways if it happens. But if it ends up being like a Texas and a Houston for a trip to Houston and the Final Four? Crazy. Oh, holy hell. What kind of energy will there be in Kansas City for that game?
2: And if Texas makes it past the second round... You just got done winning the Big 12 championship in Kansas City. So you Mm -hmm. like that arena. You like those goals. That's true. That should play in Texas' favor.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, Go right back to the the friendly confines. You know how to set up hotels. You know how to set up all the the pacing of it. They're used to. They go there every year, whereas Houston does not. They don't. So Texas would have a little advantage there on the planning side. But we're a long way from that. Texas and Colgate tomorrow at 625. Remember, our extended pregame is at 530. Up next, it's your Flex thirty-seven. Oh, the Flex crew has let us know about another one of those names. This is a guy who will be a junior this year, but he's one of those fast risers. In fact, he's rising so fast that the ranking services has have said that now he's a four-star, and he's right here in the area. We'll tell you who he is, plus you probably know the name Ron Holland. Mr. Holland just got a big award. Zay will tell you about that coming up on The Horn. I say. Now, other than the speed limit itself, I think this song holds up pretty well. Sammy Hagar, I Can't Drive 55. Yeah. Other than the number, I still dig this song. What about you? It's a jam. It still holds up. Good yeah. Good riff. Sammy's voice is awesome. This song was such a monster this thing wouldn't go away for it felt like five straight years Oh, i get it and i get it it'll still come back it'll still come back i hope this is one i guess sammy's still out there uh, performing here and there i'm assuming when he gets on stage he has to play this song i hope he still enjoys it sammy hagar whitney houston and led zeppelin on the show so far today Thanks to Justin Wells for his time, uh, giving us some thoughts on the bracket. He likes Texas and Houston getting through to that Midwest regional final in Kansas City. We talked with Scott Spinelli earlier in the show, uh, former BC interim coach and host of the Breakdown on the Believe Network. He really digs Duke to get all the way to the Final Four. He's not the only one. Jay Billis has Duke in the championship game against UConn. Homer. which, Which would be another high seed. That'd be a five against a four. Dick Vitale says Texas is getting to the championship game. Do you know who he's got him playing? I haven't heard that part.
2: I want to say it's Bama.
0: Oh, really? He likes Texas-Bama? Yeah. Okay, there we go. A little revisit of uh, that and uh, and a a preview of an SEC matchup to come in a couple years. So uh, give us your thoughts on your brackets or anything else. Cowboys fans, do you like the Stephon Gilmore move? Do you like LVE coming back to Dallas? 337-3776. Real quick bravo to a texter. This text says, it looks like Chris Beard. We'll need a new miss since his old miss is no more. Ah, clever. well done,
2: Clever, yeah. That's just, that's, that it's well, well done.
0: Also, speaking of well done, I don't know how it happened. I don't know what the particulars are, but a live, one of our guys, one of our, I don't know if I actually don't know if it's a guy or not. It's a person that is listed as legalize it on our text line. So legalize it. Thank you for keeping us updated. They were watching live, Zay, and they said that the person in question on the bridge did not jump all right and they are safe nice <laughs> beautiful. beautiful that deserves
2: beautiful an ovation.
0: got the negotiator out there or whatever it is somebody either talked them down or they talked themselves down uh that is great to hear that's great to hear man uh that's such a tense situation i have um yeah i, I have no idea how you know how some of those people do what they do to get out there and try to counsel someone off that situation oh it's crazy oh my
2: hope Lord. they get pay well
0: uh yeah i would assume that they do that's that is hazard pay right there but uh glad to hear that that person is okay also glad to hear that john morant is feels like he's okay enough to come out of that counseling center in florida
2: yeah according to woge woge bomb he said that john morant is out of the counseling program and he's meeting with commissioner adam silver today in new york to discuss what's next I have one question to start with. Is dad coming?
0: Ooh. Will will dad be there with him? If the answer is yes, I think it heads one direction. If the answer is no, I think you got a shot.
2: You know, for someone who is very close to his father, this might be a moment where John Morant might have to separate himself a little bit from Pops. Yeah. I know he means a lot. He's a huge reason why you got there. The Making the basketball court in the backyard and... All the drills y'all went through, now John Morant has unbelievable, God-given athleticism, but they did work hard to Mm -hmm. get to where John Morant is now, and I know John Morant wants to reward his dad however his dad wants to be rewarded, but his dad is also a problem. Like, he wants to be seen, he loves the limelight, like, you know, you can tell how someone carries himself when they wear sunglasses inside. Like, that's a celebrity thing, <laughs> right? Like yeah, that, yeah. that's like, oh, this guy's big time. When you see somebody wearing sunglasses indoors, you always assume, oh, this dude's big time. Yeah, this dude's has some serious money. Right. Or this dude's extremely hungover.
0: I was gonna say, or high.
2: Yeah. Or very stoned. Doesn't
0: want me to see the eyes. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. I
2: mean, get some drops for that. You go. Yeah. Still. No. Th- that's
0: one of the reasons, though. Yeah. Yeah. It. It's
2: just. He, he loves it.
0: He Let, loves it. Let's hope that the conversation goes well between Morant and Adam Silver. Maybe John Morant just needed a little change of perspective and get some counseling going. Maybe get some, uh, you know, maybe regular therapy going in his life or whatever. But will he be back on the floor? Could change a lot of things in the Western Conference. Yo, if that dude is back on the floor, because Memphis is the two seed? Two seed, yeah. In the West? Yeah. So this really does affect the playoffs, and you just hope he's ready to go first and foremost and gets it all figured out. But at least at least he feels good enough about it to talk to the commissioner. So that, that hopefully is good news.
2: Chad, I heard this crazy fool, Patrick Beverly, who went old man on him. They asked, Pat Bev, what do you think about the John Moran situation? He said, I think it's the music. I think it's the music these kids are listening to nowadays. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? What is he talking about? I'm four albums into
0: the solo stuff from (laughs) Wu-Tang. I was listening to Ghostface Killers Iron Man album the other day. I haven't gone off the rails yet. I haven't flipped out yet. Oh,
2: Pat Bev, Come on, bro. Is that what
0: he's blaming? He's not blaming hip hop, is he? Yeah. I'm assuming John Morant might be listening to some hip hop. Maybe not. Maybe John Morant's really into boy bands.
2: Now, Pat. John Bef, Morant may be listening to NSYNC. I don't know. Hey, nothing like no Ba Bye Bye. bye. <laughs> that's
0: right. Ain't no
2: lie, baby. Bye <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye, bye. That's a bop. Yeah. That's a bob. You don't gotta be a gangster to say that's a bob. What is Pat Beverly talking about? I don't know. I know he's in his thirties and stuff, but you're you're too young to be blaming music for these dudes wilding out in these streets. Heck yes he is. And You should
0: have stopped doing that years ago.
2: Yeah, and that's disrespectful to the rap community and hip-hop. Sure. They're just making great music. You do what you want with it. Right. Yeah, that's You can't say that's an influence. Like, yeah, these guys are influenced by some things, but the bad stuff, no, that's a choice. You're choosing to wild out Ja Morant, not because you're listening to this money bag yo. I would love to know, how does,
0: how does Patrick Beverly know how much music John Moran is listening to? How does he know his musical I don't habits? Know. That is bizarre. Pat Beverly always has an opinion, though, so <laughs> we expect that. All right, let's get you a quick flex segment here. We got a name for you to remember and a name you already know that got some, uh, got some bling, if you will. Here we go. Flex ATX, for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, shout out to the Flex crew. Uh, My man, Zach Lucero, let me know about this yesterday. There is uh, a kid at Weiss that is a big-time receiver. You may already know his name. It is Adrian Wilson, and uh, he made an incredible catch at a 7-on-7 event recently. Somebody got great video of it, and Flex retweeted it. at. Check it out, at FLXATX. I tweeted it at Zay. Zay, what would you think of the catch from Adrian Wilson? What a moss job.
2: (laughs) That's ridiculous.
0: How good was that? The ball is basically, if he doesn't do anything – the ball kind of goes straight over his head. He's got a turn, and it wasn't just the the palm. He has to palm it and tuck. And cuff it. And tuck. Yeah, cuff the ball. And then if you look carefully, he not – and he's in the back left corner of the end zone. He not only gets one foot down, he gets both feet and one of his shins down in the end zone. That would have been legit in the NFL it's an incredible catch Adrian Wilson is a class of 25 guy in case you don't know um, so that means he will be a um, a junior coming up this year 588 yards as a sophomore um, he's got all kinds of good stuff on his Twitter here he is at Adrian Wilson and the eight replaces the the O in Wilson, if you want to follow him on Twitter. 38-inch vertical. He's about 6'2", 6'3". He's got 10 broad jump on here. Oh, that's a way to get me to be a fan, Adrian. Well done. Yeah, he's a little athletic. I do love a good broad jump number. Uh, 4, 5, six in the 40. And again, he is class of 25. So for all you fans of the Weiss Wolves, you already know Adrian Wilson. We're getting that name out there, and hopefully his story will continue to, uh, to grow as he gets ready for his junior year. So thanks to the guys uh, for letting us know about him. And I saw Wilson tweet at Rivals, thanks for the four-star rating. So, Zay, it's not just a couple people around here and the Weiss crew that knows about him. Now, a couple of these recruiting services, specifically rivals, now they've ticked it up to a four-star ranking. Not everybody gets that, so congrats to Adrian.
2: Yeah, very talented. He has two more years to boost that rating up, which I think he can definitely do. You just put out the numbers that he has. His measurements are ridiculous. As a sophomore coming out of Pflugerville-Weiss, I see UTSA has offered them. Colorado State, Texas Tech, so mm-hmm. Texas State, they're going to keep ranking in, and they should. He's a hell of a player, and look for him to have a huge junior year.
0: Yep, we will keep our eyes. As on Adrian Wilson, and remember flxatx.com for all your Flex stuff. If you uh, want to check out those lists of the 25-6A and 26-6A all district teams in boys basketball, that's on the Flex page. If you go to our page at hornfm.com, you can hear us discussing those uh, district lists earlier in Flex segments. One other thing we want to mention, Zay, Ron Holland is a name that Texas basketball fans know because he is Correct me if I'm wrong. He's a signee for next year? or is, Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. Now, remember when we talked to Justin Wells, they could get out of that depending on what happens with the Coach Terry That's situation. That's right. Okay. But yes, right now he's a signee.
0: And so he is, Um, he, and he was the guy, was he McDonald's All-American? Yes. He was. Okay. So- a guy that Texas fans are hoping that that are, that are he's going to be coming to him and playing, we knew he was really, really good. Now he gets a big-time award.
2: That's right. He was Gatorade, basically Gatorade Player of the Year in Texas. So that's Mr. Basketball in Texas. All classifications. All everything. classifications. That's awesome. It was probably between him and Trey Johnson, who just won the state tournament with Lake Highlands. Now, remember, Duncanville, they weren't able to play in the state playoffs due to their coach PV cheating Mm -hmm. so they got disqualified but man Ron Holland congratulations to him the 6'8". People say he's a power forward he's a small forward.
0: Yeah I was going to ask you kind of where. So 6'8 kind of a 3'4 type of guy? Right
2: (laughs) he's way more skill than Dylan Mitchell might not be as athletic as Dylan Mitchell, but okay. he's really athletic. Um, I think he could do a little bit of everything. A lot of people say he's a top five player in the nation. And if whatever happens with the coach Terry situation, if you could get Ron Holland down here, that would be Huge for, you know, what you're trying to do with this new coaching staff. Hopefully it is Coach Terry. I'm still rooting for Roddy Terry to get that job. But still, we know what has to happen. A lot, you know, from what happens tomorrow and Saturday, depend on that. But Ron Holland, along with A.J. Johnson, Two really good freshmen coming to the 40 Acres.
0: Congratulations to Ron for getting that big-time award. By the way, we didn't talk about it. I was watching a video the other day, though, of the celebration on the floor in Kansas City. They've got the trophy and everything. That RT chant that showed up organically, Mm -hmm. I love that stuff. You can feel how much they support him. I heard somebody the other day say they think the interim tag needs to stay on because it gives the players an edge. And I thought, that's an interesting way to look at it. Like, it pisses them off in a good way. Yeah. You know, it makes them say, oh, we're going to show you. So, I love that. I always got – I remember getting frustrated the day of the last Charlie Strong press conference when he said goodbye, and all these players showed up to support him, and I thought, now? Like, now you're showing up? You guys are playing awful football really? And now you're showing up to say, this is our coach and we're ba-. But these guys are playing really good basketball. It's getting better and better and better and they're showing you how much they appreciate him and then to get that chant, he's doing the interview on TV and they're all coming up, pointing at him like, hey, RT, this is our guy, this is our guy. That's very, very cool. If they can get a little momentum, go you know, continue the momentum here, That's that feeling might be a feeling CDC can't ignore.
2: Absolutely, and he's letting them still be themselves he's doing a really good job of you know sprinkling in what Chris Beard has done and keeping that but also his own coaching philosophy and style which the guys already fell in love with with him being an assistant so he didn't have to do that much but the, the love that they have for him how much they want to play for him how hard they play for him them knowing that oh it's still he's still interim coach Like, we know going into these games, a lot of what we do depends on if he keeps this job or not. Right. We we are playing for him. Yeah, Yeah, And we want to come back down here and we want to see him at the facilities. We want to come back and work out here in Austin. Like, Austin's a beautiful place to uh, to live. We know a lot of guys who went to the University of Texas have built their families here. So they want to stick around and see Coach Terry at the facilities and still doing his thing because they love him and him having – T.J. Ford having his back, and Kevin Durant having his back. Mm-hmm. That's huge, and it's going to be hard for Chris Del Conte to ignore that.
0: Oh, I didn't realize Durant did as well. Yeah. Did he? Well, mm-hmm. oh, that's two of the biggest names you've had, certainly the two biggest modern names that you've had with Texas basketball. That is uh, that is big time. So uh, we'll continue to watch that story. Hell,
2: Royal Ivy's doing it too, and people think Royal Ivy should have his job.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, that's that', yeah, that. It's a good point. Uh, yeah, there's a lot, lot of momentum behind it, and uh, things things are looking really good for Rodney Terry. Now let's see if the team continues to play well. I've always thought, I've heard about coaches saying to players, like, you've got my life in your hands, or you've got my career in your hands, or whatever. i thought sometimes it doesn't Jeez. make sense to do it that way, but these guys literally know it's true. And and Rodney Terry didn't tell them that. The situation told them that. Deep down they know, wow, how we play does determine whether he gets this job or not. So it's like they're trying to help him in his you know in his uh you know job interview if you will. So it's uh it's a special thing right now. We'll see if the Longhorns can keep it going. We do the Flex segment every day at about one zay Zay's got where we at in society coming up and then we'll get back to more Longhorn talk and some other things at 2:05 with Chip Brown of horns247.com. He had a morning brew article today at horns247.com that involved Dylan Desue. We'll have him talk about Dylan, his effect on the team and uh, what he thinks this team is going to do. Chad and Say There's too many of you to cry Brother 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 There's far too many
2: of you die
0: Fantastic song on a Wednesday
2: you know we
0: the Great Marvin Gay What's going on to
2: bring some love
0: in I mean in today. Come on man hey. <laughs> I Nothing else to say. Incredible. Marvin Gaye, Sammy Hagar, Whitney Houston, Led Zeppelin. Part of the show already today. Marvin Gaye. Maybe not, I mean, it's a weird conversation to have. Maybe not the most sad, awful, tragic death of a badass musician, but it's damn close. I can't think of many that are worse than this one. Just for that level of talent. What was where that was about to go, and that's how he died. Oh, terrible! But the music is timeless. Oh, man. timeless. So good. The way he enters this song is incredible. The way they, the way they produced it, where you're like in a neighborhood. Yeah. You get this like sound, talking
2: to people and stuff. Yeah.
0: Sound of like the streets. Yeah. The, the, you can hear the cars and you can hear all of that and then he just eases right in. Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful stuff. Shout out to the great Marvin Gaye. He's another one. Man, he's another one of those. What would the '80s have been like if he gets to go through the whole decade? He got. He died in '84, I think. The rest of the 80s are different if Marvin Gaye's alive. Absolutely. Very different. Very, very different. Um, All right, so a lot of good stuff out there today. We're talking basketball, college, and pro. A little bit of pro with the John Morant story. Talking to Adam Silver, hopefully headed back towards playing, if that's what he wants to do and is able to do that and can deal with the rigors of an NBA season and all those things. Um, On the college side, obviously it's about brackets, filling out your bracket. Go to hornfm.com if you want to get in on our bracket contest. By 11 o'clock in the morning, you got to do it. I'm with you. i got to do it tonight as well. I always forget right to the last minute to fill out the bracket. So I've got to do that. i got to figure out who I've got going through to the final four and what upsets do I have and am I going to pick Texas facing Texas A&M and then if I do who am I going to pick to win that game? and then am I going to pick Houston, you know, all that stuff. Got to figure it out tonight. Zay, do you have a Final Four all picked out yet? Or are you still still getting there? Still getting there. Okay. Still getting there. Um, I may just pick all the 14 seeds. All four 14 seeds get to the Final Four. They got a shot. Random. They got a shot. Never know. Um, We may do that. So go to HornFM.com for that. Also, go to HornFM.com. Get signed up for the Final Four tickets. Syntex tickets uh, is giving away a pair. For the men's games, pair for the women's games, and you can register for those separately. Again, the same household can't win both prizes, but go to hornfm.com. The other thing I need to mention, it's really stupid that I have to say this. It's stupid NCAA garbage. But there will be no streaming on the men's games. No streaming the way you've been listening throughout the season on the men's game. So if you go to that same Longhorn player we have for you on all sports and you click on men's basketball, it's not going to be there. All right? It won't. You can call and gripe and scream, we understand. It's not us, and it's not UT. It's the NCAA dictating that. What you'll need to do if you want to stream is go check out the Varsity app the varsity sports app it's the varsity network.com audio app link we'll have that up for you on our website as well uh hopefully by tomorrow to remind you but the varsity app is how you can stream the tournament games all right chip brown coming up at 205 right now it's where we at in society with zay here we go
2: where are we at in society today
0: all right, Zay, I see something came in on Twitter. Do I need to check my DMs here?
2: Yeah, check those DMs, Chad. All right, here we go. Former UFC fighter Chael Sonnen just flat out saying LeBron James does steroids. What? Yep. Chael Sonnen is going after LeBron? Chael's going after Bron. Chael? And in oh. a recent podcast, Chael was quoted saying... They got some performance enhancers, like if the world understood what LeBron did, like other basketball players will hear what LeBron does and go, yeah, that doesn't matter. If you knew what these performance enhancers did, then you would know why it does, all caps, matter. He also goes on to say... We have the same drug guy. I know exactly what he's doing.
0: (laughs) Wait, 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 what?
2: We have the same drug guy. They got the same plug, the same connect. He's going straight up like Jose Canseco with the book or
0: something like that. Like, no, no, I know. He's going like Bill Romanowski or something. Oh, no, 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 I take a case of stuff, and I, I know exactly what he's taking. Whoa, Chael Sonnen. Oh, okay. Man, so I'm seeing some reactions already to, like, wait a minute, doesn't doesn't LeBron need to respond to this? Doesn't he need to sue? Doesn't he, like, how, you know, do you sue for, what is it, libel or slander? Libel is written and slander is spoken. Whichever one is spoken word. Like, do you go after Sonnen and sue him for this?
2: No. I mean, I'm sure LeBron has taken a drug test or two in the NBA. Like, this is the same NBA that drug tested Damian Willard after he dropped 71 a couple right. of weeks ago They've and given LeBron the drug test.
0: And it's the league that's also relaxed itself a little bit on the marijuana side of things. Oh, yeah, they don't care about soon, weed right? no
2: more. Yeah, They don't care about that no more.
0: They've calmed down about that. But I would assume that LeBron, unlike like with you know with Barry Bonds back in the day, there was never a positive test, but they also weren't testing. But with LeBron – LeBron's going to have the paperwork to say, what are you talking, huh? huh?" See, there's a part of me that would say LeBron James needs to do exactly the opposite of sue and comment and all that. With all due respect, because I'm a UFC fan, I dig fighting, Chael Sonnen is a relative nobody in sports compared to LeBron James. Yeah. I mean, you could walk. We we could walk over to the grocery store here at H E B and start asking who Chael Sonnen is. How many out of ten know who he is? Maybe two at this H E B. At this H E B. I say one in Westlake. Yeah, I say one. Maybe one maybe out one. of ten. Yeah. Who's Chael Sonnen? And then just just stand back. I don't think they know. But uh, so I'm interested to see where this
2: story goes. Yeah, you mentioned Barry Bonds, and what I think about with Barry, like you could see. A time where Barry was slim, oh sure, and stealing bases, and he could really roam out there in the outfield and stuff. And then once Jerry was on the, I mean, uh, uh, Barry was on the juice. That's when his head became bigger. And oh yeah, there's a lot just, of evidence. You're there. like, damn man, like you ain't. It looked like you ain't even try. So LeBron, he's always been
0: big. I was going to say, for you as a basketball fan, has that ever crossed your mind? No. That LeBron might be on some
2: weird steroid that's helping him play? No. I mean, it is kind of nuts to be 270 at one point of his career and to be that athletic and to be that fast. It did go across my mind that, man, what if this fool was juicing? But it's like, nah, nobody in the league does that. That's football. That's baseball. That's, you know, those tough physical sports. Right. You don't need that at hoops. But some, yes. I know some people who hate LeBron, and it looks like Chanel's one of them. That probably think those things,
0: man. And apparently, in this podcast, he also it's chael. So he kind of went on a multiple. Round. Apparently, he went after John Jones a little bit and Floyd Mayweather a little bit. And I don't know if it was about drugs. Uh, it says mo- somebody texted us most. At- most athletes are doing some form of banned substance. I'm not sure if that's true. And yeah, the word "most" is interesting there. Um, but you know, when when you play up through an advanced age and you play play past a certain point, people are going to start to ask questions. So we'll see if we'll see if. LeBron has anything to if there is any response here but up until now I think the assumption has been he's one of those guys like a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or whoever you want to talk about that's just taking care and a lot of these fighters that have done things into their late 30s and into their 40s they just they're keeping themselves in good shape and yeah are they taking some stuff they they are yes but is it you know is it to the level
2: that Chael's talking about I'm not sure Yo, if I'm Chael's plug, I'm texting him saying, yo, shut the hell up. Yeah. Because if LeBron is juicing, you know the pull LeBron has. Hell, his kid's about to get drafted because of it. You could get me whack. Yeah. If I'm supplying these drugs to this guy and you're out here just spilling all the tea. <laughs> if I just was
0: snitching. If I was the guy, once I read that quote, we've got the same drug guy, I would just text Chael. Not anymore, you don't. Right? Bye-bye. Yo, in the streets, that's how you get killed. I'd send him the Aaron Rodgers from earlier today. Lose my number.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like We're done. Jail obviously hasn't watched The Wire. That's <laughs> how you get whacked, snitching like that. What's wrong with you? Oh, my God. I know he ain't say his name and stuff, but this LeBron James. Stringer, stringer bell, y'all. Yeah. My gun. Yeah, better be careful. You better be careful out in these
0: streets. He might go after somebody on a Sunday. For real. Break the code. Well, come on now. <laughs> You remember that one? (laughs) (laughs) What a great show. What a great show. Is it wrong that I can't see Idris Elba (laughs) and not think of Stringer Bell? That's all I think of when I see him.
2: No Luther? He's dropping some new Luther stuff right now. It was too iconic
0: for me. Like, it was such an iconic role, and it's the first major thing I ever saw Idris Elba do. He's always Stringer to me. Yeah. Forever. Just like Michael K. Williams is always Omar to me. Yeah. And he did some other great stuff. He, Chalky White was an awesome character. The whistling and, oh, my God. So good. That scar. I, I've never heard the story of how he got that scar, but it's- incredible. It just adds to the whole character of Less than power. Such a great Yes. The late Michael K. Williams. Yeah. Man. God, what a damn shame. All right. Uh, a lot of good stuff, as always, in where we at in society. Keep your eye on that story. Will LeBron respond to Chael Sonnen's drug accusation? There's a sentence I didn't think I would say today. Two o'clock hour coming up. Chip Brown of Horns247.com. We'll talk about that Morning Brew article regarding Dylan DeSue and his thoughts on the team as they get ready for Colgate. Don't move. It's the horn.